Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Educating and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. Much love, much love to the great Saint Thank Tank. Appreciate each and every last one of you guys for being up in the live stream. Shout out to the Who That Nation. We up in this thing for another episode of the Coma, man. Much love to you guys. Appreciate you stopping by, dropping by. Shout out. As we had a fantastic affair yesterday, the drama was high level. Of epic proportions, but at the end of the day, the black and gold were able to secure the move, and they just did it in 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 ways that was really intriguing and interesting all at the same time. Uh, and they just turned on the afterburners when they realized, man, you know what? We trailing. Let's get it cracking. And then when they got it cracking, it wasn't a damn thing the Falcons could do about it. But watch a live implosion. So I got a few news notes and articles. A few short videos I'm going to go over with you guys in this episode of The Coma. Shout out to everybody in the stream. Please feel free to hit the like button if you hadn't hit the like button. 90 plus of us in the building, please feel free to step on that thing. And also feel free to share the show on your social media feed as well. It also helps out the broadcast. Shout out to the fam uh, in this episode. So we got a, a, a like, I'm going to try to, I'm not trying to keep you guys too long. I'm not going to try to, but uh, there's a few things I want to go over in this thing. Uh, as well so i'm gonna give a shout out to all who that family members in the building shout out to you uh gm kev good to see you brother yen shout out to you brian pearson shout out to you tory shepherd what's happening tory tory shepherd see you see you in the building shout out to my brother trav 504 
uh, the OG Jerry Poor in the building. Brother Lewis, brother Trey Joseph is in the building. Kai the Great, what's up, Kai? Shout out to you. What's up, Baron? Shout out to your fam. Appreciate you as well. All right, Patricia, what's happening, Queen? Uh, shout out to you. Brother Gundam, what's happening, my friend? Good to see you in the stream. Brother Eric Howard, shout out to you as well. Sir Rogers, good to see you, fam. Shout out to you. All right, Brother Doug's in the building. Shout out to you. T-Rob, Shedrick, Ant-Man, Roll, what's happening, baby? Shout out to you. Good to see you. Coach Tab's in the building as well. Snakebite, uh, Universal Love 878. Uh, good to see you as well. Brandon Reese, shout out to you. Good to see you. Muse, what's up, Muse? Shout out to you, Queen. Good to see you in the building. K Molinell, what's happening? What's popping with you as well? K Man, big up C. <laughs> Anybody have any extra blood pressure meds? <laughs> All right. Pelicans Nola, what's popping? What's good with you? Tech Saint, we're well, good to see you, brother. Shout out to you as well. All right. Who else we got to, uh, to give a shout out? Tragic. What's up, brother? Tragic. Shout out to you. Booming, my dog. Booming in the building. Shout out to you, bro. All right. What's happening? What's popping to the fam, man? Uncle Deuce is in the building. What's up, Lori? Shout out to you, too. 504 Cole is in this thing. As well, LT was popping, fam. Big ups to you. And all the great St. Thank Tank family members, man. A lot of y'all in the mill in the building. Godfidence. What's up, uh, brother? Vic Boy Payne. What's up, fam? New Orleans native. What's happening, bro? Zandel, what's popping, fam? Shout out to you as well. Good to see everybody, man. Y'all, y'all know how we go. Big Ant, what's happening, baby? Brother Thomas, what's happening, fam? All right, big ups to you and the rest of the fam, man. Everybody. OG to the third degree. What's popping, fam? What's good with you, bro? All right. What's up, Brother Vine? Who that to you as well? Young City Night Ward, Brother Daniel. What's happening, Daniel Burton? J-Rock is in the building. Lamar, what's up, Adrian, baby? Shout out to the queen. What's up, Marlon? Shout out to you as well. My dog, Revolt, is in the building. Shout out to you as well. Good to see you as well. Shout out to you. And jo Brother Joe Thomas, who that to you? Brother Troy, shout out to you as well. And all the family members. What's up, Martian? Shout out to your fam. I see you. Much love to the fam. What's up, who that, Dana? Shout out to the queens, man. Good to see the queens up in this thing. Big ups to all the queens and the kings. Brother Devin, I see you, for, uh, bro. Shout out to you as well. All right, fam. So, listen, we got a lot going on, man, in this stream. I just want to get to you. What's up, Darrell? Who that to you? Uh, we, we, it, it, go, it covers from everything from football to pastries. So, how <laughs> we just, just, just put it all up in there. Mix it up and you got a big healthy gumbo of uh, a big old saint stew or better yet, a falcon stew. Boy, did y'all feel it. Now, it took, if we was on, we was on air yesterday, family, five hours, five, more than five hours yesterday. It was a spectacular affair. We got a lot of new family members. Thank you, brother. Brian, shout out for becoming a member over the last 10 months. Shout out to your fam. Much love to brother Brian. Uh, shout out to your fam. All right. What's up, Steve? Shout out to you. Nate, what's happening, baby? Brother Sin. Okay, thank you, Sin, for stopping by, fam. Much love to you. Robert Clark, what's happening, fam? Brother James, what's up, fam? How you doing, bro? All right. Yeah, and it's it was all intriguing, man. Five hours. We had a blast. We had fun. The game was filled with everything, man, from highs to lows. It felt and then put in back up in that thing a dramatic finish of epic proportions as the Falcons, man. Let me tell you something, man. They just fell off the but listen but funny part is i got some footage that i want to show you about <laughs> y'all ain't gonna believe this stuff but anyway let me get on do some snake bike elijah tasman shout out to y'all appreciate y'all being in the building as well all right so let me get on into it y'all hit the like button for your boy hit the subscribe button if you didn't hit the subscribe button before and feel free to share the show 
on your social media feed. Here we go. All right, we're going to start it off. Of course, this is the, <laughs> this is the old cake right here. I'm going to show I'm going to bring up the new one, <laughs> the new fail cake. But anyway, let's get into some of the statistics from last night, man. I thought, you know, just to go over it quickly with the family members of what happened. I'm also going to go over some snap counts. We're also going to cover some good news about the slot position because I think uh, the Saints Y did a phenomenal job of covering, uh, having an article about how the slot looked. Now, you know, that's a big point of emphasis being that Chauncey Gordon-Johnson is no longer in the black and gold building, that he's elsewhere. So who was going to operate in the slot? With uh, with uh, Bradley Roby operating at the other cornerback position opposite of Laddie Daddy, who covered the slot? Well, Justin, Ev- uh, uh, Justin Evans did. And Justin Evans, man, he did phenomenal. And I'm going to show you some stuff. All right, but, you know, in a minute. So here we go. Uh, 27 to 26, man. <laughs> You know, the Saints took him down, man, scored 17 points, went on a rampage, man. That's what I call it. They went on a rampage, a rampage, a rampage in the fourth quarter. Falcons couldn't stop him. 17-3, Saints steal the victory from the they snatch victory uh, and gave the, the Falcons the jaws of defeat. <laughs> All right, Static Boy Junior, thank you, brother. Appreciate you for hitting that uh, subscribe button, Static Boy Jr. Thank you, fam, and welcome to the Sports Coma, my friend. Shout out once again to Static Boy, JR in the building. Big ups to you. What's up, Byron? Shout out to you, fam. Good to see you. Much love to you, fam. Much love. Yeah, and 27, and and listen, no real love for Jameis Winston. That's fine. If he would have thrown interceptions, they'd have been all over him like stink on you know what, but it's all good. Yeah, I'm going to cover it, brother Eric. I'm going to cover it. All right, so let's go over this one right quick. 27, 26, Saints. And this one, of course, the Falcons had more first downs, 26 to 18 in the matchup. The Saints were 5 of 13 in third down versus 4 of 13. I mean, excuse me, 5 of 13 for the Falcons versus 4 of 13 for the Saints in this game. This, the Falcons had 71 total plays versus the Saints, 57. So they had a ton of other uh, more plays to try to get it done. Saints just, just stopped them. 416 to 385 is a total yards advantage. Falcons 13 to 12 on the drive advantage. Falcons. But the Saints had more yards per play, seven yards per play versus six yards per play for the Falcons. 234 in the passing game versus 215 for the Falcons advantage. Saints, Falcons did have 200 yards rushing, 201 to be precise against the Saints, 151. They averaged over five yards per carry, and the Saints averaged almost nine yards per carry. So got to clean that up in the next matchup. Red zone, Saints were perfect. Three and three in the red zone, which is the big what, to me, the stat of the night, if you look at the statistics, team stat-wise, the Saints were three for three in the red zone, getting touchdowns every time they went down there. That was big. Two of four was the Falcons in the red zone. Saints had a hundred, almost 100 yards worth of penalties, might as well say. Eight uh, penalties for 100, um, 99 yards, eight for 55 in the game. Turnovers, two to one. Uh, Falcons had that advantage, and they held the ball 33 minutes and 44 seconds versus 26 minutes and 16 seconds by the black and gold. And of course, if you go over to the uh, box score and the individual stats, you see that Jameis Winston was the dude that was making things shake uh, later on in the game. At first, the first half and even into the third quarter, not much that he got cooking in the fourth quarter that really helped take the Saints to the next level. Him and Michael Thomas hooked up on two fantastic touchdowns to be a four, to put, to put up 14 of the 17 points in the fourth to, to lift the Saints up after the field goal from uh, Will Big, you know what, Lutz in the building. So Jameis finished with 23 of 30 volt, very respectable 23 of, of 34. He had 269 yards, two touchdowns, average almost eight yards per throw. And he was sacked four times, believe it or not. 
and his QBR was 53.3, but his rating was 111 flat, which is pretty good. Uh, the top rusher for the Saints in their 151 rushing yards was Taysom Hill, four carries, 81 yards. That's over 20 yards per carry, and he also got a score in that matchup as well. And I told you Taysom Hill was the Falcon killer. Didn't I tell you all that? Taysom Hill kills the Falcons. He did it when he was a quarterback. He did it. To, uh, he set the tone early on. We got the touchdown that helped for us to add on top of what we did. Taysom Hill is a Falcon killer. Elvin Kamara, nine carries for 39 yards, 4.3 yards per uh, rush on that thing. Mark Ingram had four carries for 22 yards. He averaged five and a half, which is pretty good when you do that. You know, my old saying is two rushes, first down. And that's what uh, Mark Ingram was giving you, uh, two rushes, first down. Receiving call for the Saints, Jarvis Landry, man. Uh, even though you were looking at Mike Thomas's five catches for 57 yards and two touchdowns off of eight targets, Jarvis Landry was the setup man. He helped set up big plays for the Saints all game long. He was targeted nine times, came out with seven catches for 114 yards. Jarvis averaged 16.3 yards per catch. He was Every time they went to him, he had big catches to help set up big plays for the black and gold. Jarvis Landry, an unsung star in this, this, this week one win with the black and gold. Among many unsung stars, you see what I'm saying? But Mike Thomas went over his number. Jawan Johnson had two catches for 43 yards off of five targets. Chris Olave caught everything thrown to him. Three targets, three catches for 41 yards. Averaged almost 14 yards per catch. So between the Saints' top wide receivers, let's just look at this. Between the Saints' top wide receivers, Jarvis Landry averaged 16.3 yards per catch off of seven grabs. Mike Thomas averaged 11.4 yards per catch. And Chris Olave averaged 14 yards per catch. So anytime James decided to go to one of his three fantastic wide receivers, they had big chunk yardage play. Every time he went to him, it was a first down or more. That's pretty much what happened here. Okay. So anyway, and of course, we go down to the uh, defense. Shout out to Pete Werner, who Demario Davis gave a lot of credit to. 13 total tackles, 12 of which were solo. He also had a t one tackle for loss, and he punched the ball loose. And he was on special teams making special teams tackles too. So Pete Werner, 13 tackles in this ball game was phenomenal, man, to be honest with you. Brother, Malo, uh, Brother Lamar, thank you for your super chat, fam. He said, you think we should uh, pass to run now, Q, since uh, he, you think we should pass to run now, Q, since we have all these weapons. That's how Kamara can get off. I think the, the Saints will experiment with the vertical game to get that going. I think ultimately the idea is to get the play action, to get the uh, play action set up so they can kind of get the defense head on the swivel and move around. But I, I do think that <laughs> ultimately – not like Lowe said astutely that those passes, those passes that Michael Thomas was catching from Jameis Winston wasn't slant play passes, were they? So prepare to see a different Michael Thomas than what you've seen with Drew Brees. Not so much as the slant. You still will get some of those slants, but a lot of the vertical attack and downfield stuff. And the Saints have so many ways. And remember, the catches are some of those catches that, well, if, if, if my memory serves me correctly, the bulk of the catches that Michael Thomas was having, he was singly covered. He was singled covered. They thought that little cornerback they had, number 24, Terrell, could cover him, and Mike Thomas cooked him. He cooked him. He cooked him several times in the game, in the big-time moments. When they counted, when they finally got a sink on, he cooked the hell out of A.J. Terrell. He cooked him. He cooked whoever they put on him. So, yeah, you, you can't do that, though. <laughs> they got to understand. Man, we can't let Michael Thomas do that to us. Well, go ahead and double him up. We're going to cook you with Jarvis. We're going to cook you with Chris Olave, and that's the mentality. When you got three wide receivers in the Falcons game alone, averaging well over – a touch, uh, a first down every time they catch the ball. So, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Marcus May from the safety position had nine tackles in the game. Cam Jordan had seven tackles. Uh, no sacks for the Saints in this matchup. The only thing they left on the field. Tyron Matthew had seven. Demario 
with six. Now, you know, Demario Davis ain't have his best game, but I, I expect Demario to return with Pete Werner type numbers in week one. But shout out for Pete Werner. He was handling the business and handling the business really well. So and also Will let's shout out to him as well, because he missed one early on, but came back to get two or three and the game winner to seal the deal. Blake Gillikin five for uh, pick, uh, punters for 272, 54.4 yards per punt. He put one of the five inside the 20 as long as it was a 59-yarder. Ain't no need to talk about the Falcons because uh, we are the winners. We are the victors. And this is the Saints broadcast. All right, so let's move on to, <laughs> to the snap counts, man. Shout out to our guys at the Saints News Network, uh, John Hendricks. Observations and a look at the snap counts for week one. For those who want to know the snap counts, who what happened in the matchup, the snap counts. Saints pull off an incredible comeback win with the Falcons. In week one, Atlanta blew a 16-point lead in the final quarter and even got into a position to steal back the game after New Orleans. It came down to a long field goal attempt, which was blocked by Peyton Turner. Here's all the thoughts and observations. Offense and from offense, we take a look at it. Andrews Pete, Cesar Ruiz, James Hurst, Ryan Ramchek, Eric McCoy, the entire offensive line, and Jameis Winston played 61. That's 100% of the snaps. Dennis said, Dennis Allen said after the game that the players were going to have some thick skin watching film on Monday. That includes both the offense and defensive line. Winston didn't have many opportunities in the first half and was sacked four times on the day. There were problems picking up the blitz, no push, and some blown assignments. The offense finished with 385 net yards, 151 rushing, 234 passing, and going 413 on third down. Jameis Winston finished 23 of 34 for 269 and two touchdowns in a rating of 111. Uh, flat. So he also had two carries for nine yards. And how James James performed under pressure was something to see. All right. So that's a snap count on offensive line. Juwan Johnson and Chris Olave received the same round of uh, the same round of snap, snaps, forty five, which is seventy five percent. Interesting to see Johnson so high here on the snap count. He was certainly a favorite target of Winston Sunday. Five targets. He hauled in two catches for forty three yards. He even leapfrogged the guy, including a huge twenty one catch to start off a. Fourth play, a fourth play, a fourth play drive that got the Saints uh, within eight points. As for Alave, his debut saw him secure all three targets for forty-one yards. Shout out to your brother Prime. Who that? Just here to peek in the screen though. <laughs> Thank you, bro, for the super chat. Shout out. All right, all right. Let's keep it going. His biggest catch came on the go-ahead route, scoring drive, a forty-yard catch, and a run by Winston. Winston talked about his catch after the game. He says, "Just big-time players making big-time plays in big-time situations." He said it was a matchup they liked, and Falcons were playing a two-man under coverage. Jarvis got on top of the defender and made a heck of a catch, and that's what he's going to be doing all season long is what we talked about, getting behind the defense and making plays. That guy is somebody you got to watch out for, and I, I told him. All right, Elvin Kamara said, uh, Elvin Kamara, 38 uh, snaps, which is 60, 62%. Kamara finished out with a relatively quiet day, carrying nine times for 39 yards and having three catches for seven yards on four targets. He did leave the field later in the game and did not return, but was spotted in the locker room. Afterwards, more on Elvin Kamara in the middle, in the minute. James says, Q, don't uh, have skill. He says, Q, they don't have skilled players to keep up with all the Saints talent on the offense. The offense started slow and O-line started out not blocking for James, but when everything clicked, it was it. Yes, indeed. It took him a while to get around to it, but imagine if the Saints would have played with that same ferocity and intensity they harnessed in the fourth quarter. That's a scary thought, isn't it? Thank you, Brother James, for that uh, commentary, bro. All right, let's keep it rolling. Uh, 37 snaps, which is 61% for Kane Guard Mike. He had a nice day after some early struggles. His first few targets didn't connect with Winston. His first catch went for four yards. He finished with five catches for 57 yards on eight targets, getting into the end zone twice. Both scores were things of beauty, and the 21-yard route from the slot that helped 
uh, New Orleans eventually get to within two points was a great call and concept. Adam Troutman, 25 snaps, 41%, was a non-factor in the passing game, seeing no targets. Things will change as the year pro progress. Mark Ingram and Callaway, 20 snaps, 33%. Ingram finished with four carries for 22 yards, had a long reception for a yard that ended up seeing him lose the football. Winston did, a good, do, did go, do a good job of evading pressure. Ingram was trying to make something happen to get a first down. Unfortunately, that was a lone turnover for the Saints. Taysom Hill has 16 snaps for 26%. Hill was the entire Saints offense in the first half, having the biggest play with the 57-yard design run for the third one that led to him finishing the drive with a touchdown from 11 yards out on Hill's run. Andrews Pete had a key block that sprung him. Hill's usage will continue to be interesting this season. Adam Prentice, the fullback, and Deontay Hardy had seven snaps for 11%. Tony Jones Jr., one snap for 2%. The defense going on over to the defense now. Tyron Matthew. Marcus made Demario Davis, Marshawn Lattimore, and Bradley Roby play 75 snaps, which is 100% for the defense. Saints defense had a tough time overall not being able to get on Marcus Mariota. Only one QB hit from Davis and letting Cordell Patterson finish with 22 yards for 122 carries for 120 and a TD. Mariota had 12 carries for 72 yards in the score as well as the defense gave up 201 on the ground. Can't let that happen. Of course, they made the stops and got off the field when it counted most in the fourth quarter to give the offense a chance. Undoubtedly, there will be a lot of plays that they'll want back, and film study will not be pleasant. It won't. But however, Marcus May's debut was strong, finishing second on the team with nine total tackles, eight of which was solo, and one assisted in the fumble recovery. He also had a game-stealing pick two. I mean, ceiling pick two, and Tyron Matthew tied for the field. Uh, he said he had a game-stealing, a ceiling pick and Tyron Matthew tied for third on the team with seven uh, tackles, five uh, solo, two assisted, a forced fumble on Mariota. Davis had six total tackles, while Lattimore was pretty strong in coverage and had a good day upside and personal penalty on the final Falcons drive. Of course, he was baited. Roby had five tackles, all solo, and a fumble recovery with Pete Warner, who had forced it. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Pete Warner and Cam Jordan had the same amount of snaps, 61, but 81%. Werner led the team with 12 tackles, 11 solo. He had a tackle for loss, forced fumble, and even had a special teams tackle. He's the type of play, he's the type of play that family members were waiting to see, and the potential Werner has on the Saints defense. Jordan had seven tackles, as we talked about. Justin Evans, now Justin Evans, 51%, I mean, excuse me, 51 snaps for Justin Evans, 68%. Was that Mark Evans was very active, being the primary player to play the slot for the Saints on Sunday, finished with two tackles. We'll go over that more. I got an article on that one. David Onyemata played 47 snaps for 63%. Davenport, 45 for 60%. Shy Tuttle, 41 for 55%. Catavia Street, 31 snaps for 41%. Carl Grandison, 30 for 40%. Kate Nellis, 29 on 39%. 
And then uh, Christian Ringo had 22 snaps, 29%. P.J. Williams and Peyton Turner, 14 snaps, 19%. J.T. Gray, 4 snaps, 5%. Special teams, uh, we go over J.T. Gray, Alante Taylor, uh, Andrew Dowell, Zach Bourne, Kate Nellis, 28 uh, uh, and then we talked about Taylor got a lot of work at the gunner position. Alante Taylor at the gunner and jammer. And on kickoffs, it was good to see him out there. And you can see his speed on display. He'll get better as the season goes along, but figures to make a larger impact here. Daniel Sorensen played 23 snaps. Chase Hansen at 21. Jawan Johnson with 16. That is the snap count for your black and gold up against the Falcons for week number one, as provided by John Hendricks over there at the Saints News Network. Shout out to Brother John. All right, let's keep it rolling, family. Just like I said, let's get into what we was talking about. Let me see if I can find that one right here. Uh, hold on, that's not the right one. Hold on. I thought I had it up here already. <laughs> I'm going to find it, though, on the Elvin Kamara situation. But let's go over. Let's bounce right here to this this one right here. Got a few of them here. How the Saints did, uh, how the Saints did defend the slot without Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Shout out to John Sigler. This was a real good article. There weren't too many unknowns about the Saints defense going into week one. We had a good idea of what assignments would be for the new safeties, Tyron Matthew and Marcus made many starters return at other spots in the lineup. But the biggest change came in the slot where New Orleans shipped out Chauncey Gardner-Johnson two weeks before the starting before starting the season. Now, Gardner had been a three-down defender for the Saints, so the trade left big shoes to fill, and a couple of Saints stepped up. Now, the snap-by-snap -snap chart, we talked about most of that there, but Evans got the lion's share of the snaps in the slot. The veteran safety signed with the, the, the Saints after losing a year of playing career with the injury, but his strong summer led to his well-earned opportunity. Evans led the team with 25 snaps in the slot, dropping back into coverage, 15 of those reps, right? This for my people that's saying how the slot look. I'm answering your question. Dropping back in the pass coverage, 15 of those reps. The Falcons tried them four times. The Falcons tried them four times, but he only yielded one yard, well, one catch for five yards, which did not convert a, ver a first down. That's a productive day in the office. And remember, they had Justin Evans playing in the snot, slot, it's a snot, in the, it's a slot for the Saints. And what happened was he gave up one catch for five yards that did not produce a first down. Now, they were, they were going after Roby a lot. They were targeting Roby and lighting his ass up. But as far as the slot, they were pretty solid there. While Evans didn't see more uh, more slots, snaps than anyone else, he was far from the only Saint defender to fill the role. Second-year linebacker Pete Werner moved to the slot 10 times, and that was the matchup Atlanta wanted to exploit. Both of those targets sent his way were completed, gaining 31 yards. Unfortunately, Werner tackles as well and prevented either play from converting the first down. You don't want to see him covering the slot often. I sure don't, but it can't be helped when the offense dictates terms when facing man-to-man -man -man coverage. If Werner's assignment is the Falcons running back and they motion from the backfield to the slot, he's got to be there. He's right. He's absolutely right. What about the other players who covered the slot in week one? Matthew uh, May and linebacker Demario Davis stepped in, went one for eight, one for seven, and one for six, respectively. They were targeted six times, allowing just three catches for 11 yards, and only one of those catches picked up a first down, which is still very popular, which is pretty good. Now, a handful of the Saints defenders also manned the slot at times, but defensive back P.J. Williams was the only one to cover it on a passing down. He did it twice, stopping Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts uh, short of a first down conversion on an eight-yard reception. Shout out to P.J. Williams. The other players to line up there included Kate Nellis, three snaps, cornerback Bradley Roby, three cornerback Marshawn Lattimore, two, and defensive man Cam Jordan, one. All of those were running downs, though. Those were the running plays. So it's, let's tally it together. A small platoon of Saints players covering the slot. Did so on a combined 37 snaps, drawing 13 targets 
of those passes, six were completed for 55 yards, converting a single first down. That's very good. He says in encouraging, that is excellent. So that's a little drop uh, on the, uh, with the family members about what's shaking and baking in terms of the slot. Because I know a lot of people was asking the question about, yeah, man, what y'all think about, you know, what's this the deal going on here with the slot position? Who's going to cover the slot? How it's going to look? Who's going to do the thing? Well, anyway, you know, I hope I covered some of you guys' uh, a question. Big on. Thank you, fam, for hitting that mashing on that subscribe button. Big on. Shout out to your fam. All right, fam, let's bounce and shake to this next article right here. And this one right here is why Elvin Kamara had limited sna snaps in the game. Saints, uh, Elvin Kamara suffered rib injury versus the Falcons, expected to be okay for week two versus the Bucks. Running back had 12 touches on Sunday. It's from CBS Sports. Just broke about an hour and some change ago. So let's get into it. The Saints came back to beat the rival Falcons on Sunday, and they did so mostly without the help of star running back Elvin Kamara, who had 12 touches in week one. It turns out there may have been a reason why Kamara didn't play a prominent role. Coach Dennis Allen told reporters Monday that the former All-Pro began battling a rib issue against Atlanta, but didn't express concern for the veterans' Week two availability. I think he's going to be fine, Allen said to ESPN. The 27-year-old Kamara was relatively productive when given the opportunity Sunday, averaging four yards per carry and catching three passes in the 27-26 win. The Saints essentially gave the same amount of combined carries to veteran backup Mark Ingram and utility man Taysom Hill, who ultimately led the team with 81 yards and a touchdown on the ground. And shout out to Mark Ingram, who blocked for Taysom Hill to get that touchdown uh, his Mark was the lead, the the fullback on that job. He did a good job taking out that defensive back, opening that hole for Taysom. All right, so Kamara figures to be even more involved in the Saints' offense when fully healthy, entering the 2022 season with four straight seasons of at least 80 catches. He did battle injuries last year as well, missing four games due to a knee issue. New Orleans is one and zero. Could use him back for week two with the with the Buccaneers at one and zero. Set to visit after routing the the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. So there you go. So anyway. There it is right there, Elvin Kamara dealing with a rib issue, but he says that he could be uh, ready for week number two. Now, I, should I say you take this with a grain of salt? Because the last time somebody told us from the Saints building that, uh, you know, it's not a big concern, then Adebo missed week, one, week number one. We had to put Bradley Roby out there. So we'll just monitor this. And when the official Saints uh, injury report comes out, which is this next, uh, this next Wednesday, We'll know exactly what's going on. We'll follow the injury report as opposed to the rumor on the street. All right, so let's keep it going, fam, as we keep it bucking and moving. The next one is a shout-out to another unsung hero, Mr. Peyton Turner. The New Orleans Saints defensive end Peyton Turner came up with the key rejection to help preserve the victory over Atlanta. I just got off the ball and got my hands up. This is from uh, JD uh, over there at NewOrleansSaints.com. And you can see right here, this is the picture right here. This is Peyton Turner right here getting in and you can see right here the ball is off of Tate Turner's hand and Zach Bourne uh where's Zach Bourne I, Bourne is right here because a lot of people at first said it was Zach Bourne but then they found out they put the picture on and found out you can see Peyton Turner clearly right here his hand is his arm is right here knocking the ball out and then of course Peyton Turner I mean uh Pete uh Zach Bourne is right here at the bottom and he went and tackled the guy after the Falcon guy retrieved the ball to stop them from trying to advance that thing but anyway uh, uh, amid the mass of behemoth football players sweating and straining and jostling at the snap, Peyton Turner estimated he had enough time to move about an inch. Fortunately for the Saints on Sunday, it was the right inch as Turner blocked Young Hoku's 63-yard field goal attempt 
as time expired, preserving the Saints' 27-26 victory over Atlanta. Turner's block preserved the largest fourth-quarter comeback in franchise history. The Saints trailed 26-10 with the 12-41 left for Kuz' 27-yard field goal and gave the second-year defensive end the biggest play of his brief career. I just got off the ball, got my hands up, Turner said Monday. You got to move probably like an inch by the time you see the ball get kicked, so I was in the right spot at the right time. Turner said special teams coordinator Darren Rizzi dialed up the block once Atlanta reached the field goal range, and after that, he was a player that managed to get a full palm on the attempt. So shout out to uh, him right here, and he even talked about it right here, about getting the block. Let's see if I can get this to play. Sometimes it'd be tripping, sometimes not. All right, and of course, he says, we went out there and made a good stop. Will Lutz down. Uh, uh, he says, Will Lutz down the kicker, 51-yard field goal to give the Saints that 27-26 lead. Turner said, we moved the ball a little bit, got in position to go out there and kick a field goal. We needed the block, so Rizzi dialed it up. We went out there. Me and defensive tackle Shaw Toto were over there on the right side. We all had our hands up, and got. On, and he said, I got, on my, got my hand on it. You got to rush every field goal block the same. You got to get off and try to get your hands up. After the block, pandemonium. It was lit. It was lit. Turner said there was a lot of New Orleans fans out there. I saw them dancing in Mercedes Benz. It was dope. We got the dub and got out of there with the win. So Peyton Turner, shout out to one of the unsung heroes right here. And this is the, the, the picture of the week, if you ask me, for the Black and Gold Nation. As you see, them guys getting up there and really getting a hand at it, getting a hand on especially Peyton Turner right there, making a stoppage. So big ups to those guys as well. All right, let's move on, fam. And then, of course, some more of the news right here from Tom Pelissero of NFL.com. The Saints are signing franchise legend Pat Swillen's son, defensive back Trey Swillen, to the practice squad per his agents, David Cantor and Ness McGrabby. So there you go. The Saints are adding Trey. Now, remember, they tried out uh, Trey Swillen uh, several days ago. And now Patrick Swillen's son, is who's a defensive back is on the Saints practice squad. So how about that? We got a we got Patrick Swillen son on there. So that's pretty cool. We'll see what the kid can do. They're gonna need some. He gonna need to get it together. But shout out to uh young Pat Swillen's son Trey Swillen, and welcome to the Black and Gold, my friend. Welcome, walking in the footsteps of his father. Let's hope he's just as great as the great Pat Swillen. All right, family. So anyway. Let's move on. This is what I want to play right here for the family members to tell you that Demario Davis is real deal. Holyfield. Demario Davis family was a brother that, you know, knows him like when we talk about the game, y'all heard me on the, the stream when the, pl the flag was called uh, against Laddie Daddy, which moved the Falcons into field goal range. Right. What's interesting about that was. You know, I was like, man, here, here they go with the shenanigans. But several plays during the game had really shenanigan-type feels to it. The play where the ball was thrown to Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts uh, caught the ball, took two steps, got popped, fumbled it. Referee runs up, blows it dead. The Saints can't challenge it. But they cannot challenge it because it's within two minutes. They had like a minute and some change on the clock. So if there was going to be a review, it had to be inst instituted by the, the booth, which they elected not to do. There's some other funny business, but when the Marshawn Laddie Daddy uh, penalty was called to help Atlanta get into position, that was another funny style play. And on the end of that, this is what the, uh, the great Demario Davis had to say about it. And it's just good to know that they know, like you know. Listen to this. I just want to say, man, 
that was a that was a real God win. I know people know me to be a man of faith, but that was a God win, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Is before we went out, I talked to the team, and I told them, um, the word says, the horse is made ready for battle, but victory comes from God. And that we had did all the preparation. We made the horse ready for battle. We had did all the preparation that we could do. As well as we could prepare, we did that. But before we even stepped on the field, that game was already won. And all we had to do was just go out and play in faith, and we did that. And even down the stretch, it was so many, so many reasons for us to give up and lay down, and uh, so many breaks that went to the other team that, that were very unfortunate. But I just kept telling the sideline, you can't cheat God. You can't cheat God. Um, and uh, so, yeah, man, my spirit is full. All right, you heard that. You can't cheat God. And, and I was trying to find the video, if y'all got the video, of the one where uh, he was actually – uh, yelling it on the field when he was yelling it on the field that you can't cheat God. You can't cheat God. Y'all send that to me on my Twitter, the sports coma. Uh, look up the, the sports coma on Twitter and send that to me because he yelled it on the field as they were leaving the field. He said, you can't cheat God. Remember that if y'all seen that y'all got that video, send it to me on Twitter, but see, it's good to know they see what you see and they not just sitting up there blind. They understand that this is an acknowledgement that he knows like you know what's going on because most of them pretend like it don't exist so it's good to see that they know what time it is with the black and gold you see what i'm saying it ain't this cheat this is like this blindness they don't they you know that oh i don't see that the game is totally all good what are you talking about you're crazy if you think it's corrupt and that they cheat for because it's a billion dollar you know situation with a bunch of greedy bastards rolling around it's totally honorable what's wrong with you no he's not that he's saying he said you can't cheat god what you mean by that you dirty rotten corrupt referees call it bad calls to give other teams an advantage and good to know demario davis and other saint family members know that so that's a real deal dude right there but anyway, let's keep it going, fam. Let me show you this, fam. This is the, this is, don't this look tasty, family? Let me get you on this one, family. This is the new fail cake. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen to this. Let me see if this will play for me. But this is the new uh, cake that's coming out right here. The LA. <laughs> Saints fans out there say the taste of victory is really sweet, especially since it was a win over the Falcons. Okay, it's, it's kind of good. Yeah, Andres Fuentes reports on how the Bromart in Chalmette is making something special to commemorate. Okay, it's kind of the win. It was a nail biting tooth. We were holding our teeth, praying till the end. <laughs> Y'all be patient with it. It's, 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 kind of, it's going, it's just kind of stopping now. But anyway, it's, it's what I'm trying to get it to get to. <laughs> the Saints start their season with a comeback win for the ages, down 10 to 26 before. Hold on, we're going to try to get it to the point where you, you could be able to at least see the, the cake. And the cake is really what I want y'all to see. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull the cake up. Here it is right here. That's the fail cake right there. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you gotta love you gotta love New Orleans, man. You gotta love this. You gotta love the Black and Gold Nation. You gotta love it. You gotta love it, man. Look at that. Don't that look tasty? <laughs> Twenty-six to ten, fourth quarter. They even got the time on the clock up there. Fourth quarter, eleven minutes and twelve seconds. Twenty-six to ten, and then the Saints end up winning the game. What was it? Twenty-seven, twenty-seven. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it, uh, man, listen. Man, it is it, it's terrible, man. It's terrible for the for the Falcons, man. But don't that don't that goddamn kick look good? That kick look good, don't it, family? Don't it look good? It look real good, man. <laughs> oh man. All right, so anyway, let's and you think that's fun. Let me play, let me play this for y'all. Y'all don't mind the cussing here. This is an Atlanta guy right here. Look what the Saints got this man doing. Look what the Saints got this damn man. This fucking week. I'm, I'm not... All right, hold on here. Now, I'm going to warn y'all if you got your children, button their ears up because this guy here is cutting loose. He's upset. Obviously, he's a Falcon man, so you know he's out of his mind. And he's sitting up here right here, and he's just cutting, cutting bait and run. And, and listen. Us. Again, we have watch this. We want them to come join the second line so they can. Now watch this. Hold on here. Hold on here, fam. Give me just a second. Let me kind of close one of these windows here. I want y'all to listen to uh, this guy right here. All right, hold on. This the guy right here. Now look what this guy doing, man. Look at this guy doing here. This is a Falcon guy, man. Look what y'all made this man do. Look what he doing. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Look at it! Look, he got rise up the flag. Yeah, this is a falcon man. Look what y'all got this man doing. Look, this man. Look what he doing. Look, this man crazy man. This man. <laughs> look at that. Look what he doing. Look, look. He, he set it. Look, he set it on fire. <laughs> oh, he set it on fire. Oh, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. <laughs> Wake up at Holiday Inn Express to a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. Count on all the hot, fresh coffee you need and an incredible breakfast buffet that has something for everyone, like eggs, cinnamon rolls, and even hot, fresh pancakes with all the toppings you crave. Next time, do yourself a favor and stay at a Holiday Inn Express with a can't-miss breakfast that's free with every stay. So, when you wake up at Holiday Inn Express, you'll wake up happy, a part of IHG Hotels and Resorts. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio.
Oh, man, look at this dude. This is the video of the year, man, for me right here, man. Look at this. This dude so hey, this dude in the project somewhere burning his jerseys. <laughs> he looked like he in the hood. Boy, that's the hood back there, man. Ain't no doubt about it, man. That's the hood back there. That boy probably in um in uh in uh and what what you call it? What 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 Andre three thousand them from? East what I man see I ain't been to Atlanta so long, man. It been and I used to love going up to Atlanta at times, man. I had family up there and people I used to go and visit. I ain't been up there in some time. What's it called? East such in the world? That's where it looked like right there. Collie Park. That boy in Collie Park somewhere. <laughs> That boy up in the college park somewhere, boy. That boy, that boy in the hood somewhere burning jerseys, boy. Boy, you in the pro that boy in the project burning his boy. You know you can't afford to burn that boy. You gonna need that to keep warm, boy. Get cold enough. You better don't burn your stuff like that, bro. Put it in your fireplace and save it for the winter, man. You know? Yeah, there you go. East Point. <laughs> that boy in East Point. That boy at East Point at Hetland and Delow. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that boy, that boy. Uh, uh, one for the money. Yes, uh, two for the show. <laughs> A couple of years ago at Hetland and Delow. <laughs> oh, that boy. That boy at Hetland and Delow at East Point. <laughs> Uh, one for the money, yes, sir. Two for the show. A couple of years ago at Hetland and Delow. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible, man. I'm going to just let that spin because that make me all kind of ways feel good. I don't know why, man. <laughs> all right. A shout out to the fam, man. Somebody send that brother. Tell that brother don't be burning up his gear like that, man. It get cold as hell out there in Atlanta. That boy going to need to put that and take all of that red and black gear you got and burn it up like he's supposed to. Throw it in the fireplace so at least it keep you warm. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure by the time this season over with, he got more clothes he going to burn. He got that shirt on, he going to need to burn that too. So shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being up in this thing. Shout out. <laughs> oh, that boy in the project. Look at that building back there, y'all. That's it. <laughs> I think they got an abandoned car back there, man. <laughs> Boy, it's wild, man. It's wild, man. Don't burn your clothes, fam. Don't do that, bro. Don't burn your clothes, brother. Don't do that, bro. Yeah, the smoke is rising up. <laughs> I'm not going to play it, family, because I know we probably got some children smoking. I know it ain't got no sound, Marty. I'm not playing the song, man. That dude cussing his tail off, man. And he got his little, his woman behind him. I don't see if y'all see him. Like when he said it, a blaze, he's so crazy. He tried to pick up a flaming shirt and then dropped it quick. Here's how crazy the man is. Look. So it just caught on fire. <laughs> it's bad crazy. He, he tried to pick up a flaming shirt. His, his girlfriend or his lady is behind him to his right. She right off to the side and they cussing up a blue streak. So I can't play the song, bro, because it's too much cussing going on there. But just 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 know that if it, if they had captions on it, it's telling you that uh, I'm upset with my Atlanta Falcons right now. That's <laughs> that's the clean version. All right. So shout out to the fam, man. Thank you all for being up in the building. Almost 300 of us in the thing. Please feel free to smash the light zone six. 
Zone six, yeah. That boy on uh 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 old national. <laughs> that boy on old national somewhere. That boy in Collie Park on old national somewhere, man. All right, yeah, yeah, bro. He needs, he, yeah, he he needs some milk, man. That brother there burning it all up, man. I just thought that was so funny to see that that boy lit that rise up thing on fire and crazy enough to try to pick it up. My goodness. All right, so just imagine. Well, thank you, brother. Promise said, just imagine what that boy burned after. Oh yeah, I know. He be yeah. He he got. He don't worry. He still got some gear to burn. If you look at at his shirt, that's an Atlanta shirt that he went. He gonna have to burn that too. So sooner or later he be burning that. That's probably that's that's what he got there. So yeah, I ain't, I, I would play the sound, fam. But y'all don't that dude cussing his his tail off. As you can see, he's very upset. He's very upset. He's not he's not very happy about his Atlanta Falcons, and he's setting everything ablaze. So and I wonder why he ain't do this somewhere in the street. You know that's what I'm saying. Look at all that trash back there. But anyway. Why he ain't put this in the street somewhere? Why he burning it close to the building like that? I'm pretty sure that's not safe. <laughs> All right. So anyway, fam, man, I can't help it, man. These people crazy as hell, man. They all crazy. But anyway, let's do a brief recap here, fam, as we did it uh, starting the broad. Well, actually, let me go into the roster, fam. Let's take a look at the Saints roster, something more productive than watching this guy burn up all his gear. All right. So let's take a look. Let's go on down here to the... Um, to the practice squad here. And usually I kind of scroll the Saints roster to make sure they ain't sneak nobody on the active roster. So, you know, uh, look like pretty much is everything is everything uh, on here. And then, of course, you go to the injury reserve. And these are the injured players that's on the injury reserve currently. Isaiah Pryor, according to them, are on here. And, of course, you take Quan, you see Quine Baker still suspended for another five games. And, of course, you look at this is the practice squad right now. It's Josh Andrews, Taco Charlton. Drew Dejarilis, uh, Dejan De De Dixon is there, Demarcus Fields, Vincent Gray, J.P. Holtz, Jordan Jackson, Lucas Crawl, Jack Luton, who's the big quarterback the Saints picked up as a practice squad quarterback out of Ohio, Oregon State. Uh, Nick Martin, Kirk Merritt, Christian Ringo is showing back on the practice squad. Nephi Suwa, Rashid Shahid, and Eric Wilson. Now, of course, the Saints haven't updated this because Patrick Swillen's son, was added, uh, should be added to the practice squad as well. So we don't see him on there yet, but I'm pretty sure he will be eventually added to the practice squad. So he is now on the team. So that's some information right there just to go over with that we talked about the addition of Trace Will and Pat Will and Son to the practice squad. We also covered this crazy man burning up his jersey. We'll come back to this momentarily. We love that Falcon cake, the Falcon cake, they call it, the fail cake, as they call it which is the 26 to 10. Only thing I say, man, why isn't it black? You know, I know what they're trying to do because they're trying to emulate the the red and the, the blue of the the, the Falcons uh, against the, uh, who they lost. I forget who they lost to. But yeah, 26 to 10 right there. But, you know, I think that should be black. That would be cold if it was black. All right, like black, you know, like black and gold, it's that and the third. But, you know, I'm pretty sure somebody will do it. And of course, we played Demario Davis knowing that the game is, uh, that that cheating is happens with the referees. Good to see that. We also talked about Elvin Kamara suffering a rib injury, but Dennis Allen said that he expect uh, Kamara to be okay for week two, which is a good deal. We recap the statistics from 27, uh, 26 when uh, the Saints had the snap count and some observations during the snap count. We also talked about and gave credit to Peyton Turner, who came up with the block. As you can see, the really good picture right there, showing them getting his 
palm up on the ball right there. And then, of course, you see we covered this one as well, is how did the Saints defend a slot without Chauncey Gardner-Johnson? Really great article by all these people, uh, J.D., uh, uh, John Hendricks, uh, John, uh, John Sigler did a good job. And this was a really good article. He talked about the snap counts as, as far as the guys who played the slot position, just taking a, uh, a inventory of how the slot is looking. And we're going, and I must say the slot looked really good. If anything, in a position that really uh, suffered, it was the fact that the Falcons were targeting Cor uh, uh, Bradley Roby on his side of the field. So hopefully we can get uh, a Paulson and Debo back for week two. That's the biggest question I have. In going into week two is will Roby be back? And we just have to pay attention uh, to the injury report that will be released uh, there. All right. Then we, of course, we went over the, injury, the uh, uh, Saints active roster and the practice squad looking to see if they added some, somebody new. Of course, we know Pat Swillen's on there. And, of course, we're going to play this right here, family. This is from yesterday's show where our dog Big Low popped on in there. And let's hear what Big Low. We're going to play a little bit of the interview because, you know, we love Low so much. Let's let's kind of bring Low back in spirit and see what Low had to say. I ain't going to play all of it. If you want to watch the entire interview, please feel free to go back to the back end of yesterday's five-hour broadcast. I'm going to make sure I have some people to put some timestamps on there so you can find different parts of the video. But right now, here's uh, what Low had to say uh, yesterday <laughs> about the show. Here so let's go ahead and bring on my dog, Big Low. Low, welcome to the broadcast, my friend. Welcome on. <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me start again, Lord. Let me. <laughs> hold on, let me start. Let me start. Hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh right. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. No, 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 no. Let okay. me start all over again, bro. I okay. need to open up the broadcast with a laugh, bro. Okay, let, all number right. One, let me settle down. Let me settle on in here, Lou. Let me let me settle on in here. All right, first and foremost, this is my dog, Big Low. Big Low from the Atlanta side of things. Big Low Country Sports is in the building. And who's that? As you can see, the, the low, uh, uh, low, the banner in front of you uh, says Falcons implode 27-26 to never say die say. So let me get that out the way. Uh, thank you for showing up. <laughs> thank you for showing up, sir. <laughs> first of all <laughs> first of all shout out to you shout out to coach Roni out here in the background she laughing so I, it's always good to know that coach Roni when she laughed bro is it what if it's a win or a loss that laugh gonna stay the same it's still gonna be energetic that's and it. gonna crack you up so that's welcome it. to the show bro what's your thoughts on the game though first of all um I enjoyed it because it, it was Falcons and Saints. You know, yeah. the first thing that I do want to say is congratulations, you know, to all the Hoodats and the Saints fans for, for pulling out a very gutsy win um, against this Atlanta Falcons team. Um, I, I, I don't know. So, so basically, you know, let's, so, so let's start from the beginning of the game, beginning of the game. You know, we we were getting pressure on Jameis, but we had to manufacture pressure by bringing extra people, right? Um, we always had to keep blitzing. It was getting pressure on Jameis. Now, um, y'all started running that quarterback power with Taysom. We could we didn't have an answer for it. Y'all ran it back to back, yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah, and y'all opened us up like that. Now, 
after halftime, we went up by 16 points, Bo. We went up by 16 points. What 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 in the world? Like cute. Like I'm I'm sitting here utterly and thoroughly flabbergasted, trying to figure out how in the world. First of all, shouts out to Jameis. Shouts out to Jameis. Jameis made the throws that and, and I was telling everybody in the stands, I said, look, Bo, it's one of those cases where Jameis, you know, Jameis gonna Jameis gonna make two or three throws every game when you're like, what in the world? But he was eating up the left side of our defense, so he was eating up Casey Hayward over there. Whoever was lined up over there, they were getting their man. Michael Thomas, he did Michael Thomas like things, and it's like I told everybody in the stands. I was like, look, that wasn't a slant route. That nope. wasn't a slant route. Nope. That wasn't a slant route. About, about three, four times. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I do, I do feel encouraged by the way our team played today up until the fourth quarter, you know, we, um, you know, we, we, we blew it, you know, and I put all this on the coaches, you know, yeah. ain't no reason we should have lost this game. No reason we should have lost this game. I put this all on the coaches. That's the word from big low shout out to my dog, big low. <laughs> big shout out to my dog, big low, man. You had to come up here and eat crow yesterday, man. But it was a good hearty laugh. You know, we good sports over here, fam. So we're not going to, uh, you know, uh, you know, take it to him too bad. He a good brother. Uh, <laughs> I, try, I tried to tell him, bro. I tried to tell him all. I tried to tell him all, man. I tried, bro. I, I, that's all I can do is try to tell him. But shout out to my brother, Lil, man. That's a tough uh, loss. And, of course, they got Dallas, uh, not Dallas, uh, the Rams coming up after the Rams got just blasted by the Bills on Thursday. Thursday night football, the Rams are pissed, and the Falcons, they have the Rams coming up next. So this is going to be very, very, very interesting indeed. All right, uh, Coach Tab says, Q said, <laughs> Big Low, a fail kick for his condolences. Man, that, that that's funny. That's funny, man. That's funny. That would be cool, too, man. I got to give me one of them fail kicks, man. All right, Hart says, Q, you need uh, to bet low a jersey swap for the episode for the next game. There you go, bro. That, there you go. Now, this time I'm going to uh, have low, and next time whoever win, I'm going to make a bet with him. Whoever win, he probably ain't going to bet me now. <laughs> he ain't going to bet me next time. He ain't going to do it. <laughs> it's too late. I should have did that before and said, listen, Lou, if we if y'all lose, you got to put on the Saint hat and broadcast with my Saint hat on for the entire week. I should have did that. And say if you if 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 I lose, then I'll broadcast on the Saints podcast with the Atlanta Falcons hat for the whole week. That's what I should have said, but I don't think the man gonna bet me next time. <laughs> I think yeah, that's over with, you know what I'm saying? All right. All right, shout out. What's up, Tramal? He says, yes, he, yeah, yeah, we is. Can you take it to him? Yeah, we was, uh, yeah, it was, they was talking a lot of, not just low, but a lot of the Falcon family members was talking that talk, man, and the Saints had to show him what time it is, man. I kept telling them, bro, when you got weapons like Jameis Winston, you got weapons like Jarvis Landry, Mike, uh, Chris Olave, Mike Thomas, and then you have guys like Elvin Kamara running around there. And I talked about Will Lutz. Remember I kept saying Will Lutz? And even though the Saints defense didn't play to the level where we know they were capable of last week, it was still the first game of the season. 
Russ is definitely a factor, hence the 200-yard rushing performance that Atlanta put up on us. Still need some things to shake off, but what ball, but when the time came, the Saints defense locked them people down. And I said in the live stream, when I seen it, I said, man, they can't move the ball no more. The Saints made them adjustments so fast and stopped Atlanta in their tracks, and then they had to play the keep-away game. They couldn't move the ball. Next thing you know, the, the, the defense turned on. Uh, the off the special teams turn. I told you top three, top five uh, special teams, uh, top three defense, top five offense. I, I've been saying top five team altogether. You can never discount a team with that many we- weapons. And Jarvis Landry made big catch after big catch. I told you he averaged 16 yards per catch yesterday. Jarvis Landry did 16. He had seven catches and he averaged 16 yards per catch. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even believe the stat. I got to take a look at it again. Yeah, seven catches, 114. He had 16.3 yards per catch, seven out of nine targets. The longest was the 40-yard grab. He averaged 16 yards per catch yesterday. Jarvis Landry was the setup man for the black and gold offense, and Mike Thomas was the guy that laid it down. So, I mean, I I tried to warn him, fam. I tried to tell him what time it is. All right, so, yeah, Daniel says, man, Q, you can imagine making one kind of like a decorative piece on the game days, but not. Made from a cake mix. Okay, I got you. All right. Yeah, this is intriguing. No, I didn't see somebody mentioning young the DC Young Fly, what he said about the Saints. I know I didn't hear it, man. But if y'all, if anybody got it, just send it to me. Uh, uh email it to me, or just uh, DM it to me. Uh, 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 on my Twitter, Sports Coma, the Sports Coma. All right. No, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the brother, man. But, it, you know, what could you say, man? You lost. You keep losing. You should be talking shit about your own team, not about the team that beat you. You look less funny doing that. man. <laughs> you know, he all he all to me look like a, a, a real he looked like a real hood version of Chris Tuck. I don't know if he's from the same neighborhood, but his voice is the same. His mannerism is the same. I don't know if he's aiming for that. You know what I'm saying? The Smokey, the Friday, the, the Chris Tucker from Friday type dude. That's the vibe I get from him. Now, he, he, he got talent and all that kind of stuff. But, brother, don't be sitting up here talking shit about my Saints, man. <laughs> you need to talk shit about them Falcons, man. Which, would, would you, would you, you shouldn't be mad at us, us at all, bro. Start capping on your Falcons. Maybe if you can get them up off their ass, maybe they can start winning some games, man. So, I don't know why you're trying to get on the Saints. I mean, <laughs> we did what we were supposed to do. We supposed to beat you. Or says Q, I don't think a lot of the people don't realize how insane Jameis' stat line was in the fourth quarter. 13 of 16, 213, two touchdowns. They didn't even talk about it in the national media because it's not a narrative. We talk about narratives all the time and me talking about destroying narratives. And in the narrative is the fact that the Jameis Winston is not somebody. He is the guy. He's the guy that you make fun of. You the guy is when he started talking about your shoulders in correlation to your elbows and your knees and and all this kind of stuff you make fun of them you do stuff like that but you don't take james serious that's how they do it so when he start turning on the afterburners and all this kind of stuff they're gonna totally go past it you know he had some good games last year and they didn't give him any credit for it that's not that's that's the narrative the narrative is not and i've been explaining that right i've been saying that for some time the narrative is not to give james winston or the saints credit you know, as much as you can until you force them to, which is I don't want it. Pelicans Nola said, Big Q, by week four, the Saints team will be hitting on all cylinders. I can see that, Pelicans Nola. I can see that. Eugene says, Notorious Saints haters, good morning football, really said today that the Saints just may, may just might 
have something special. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they just, they, them people just blind, man. They're the blind leading the blind. And they're supposed to be football people. Them people ain't no football people. Most of them people, man, I'd be questioning their judgment and, and, and what the, how they be talking. And, you know, it's like, man, them, no, mm-mm. no, I don't listen to that garbage, man. Them guys don't know what they're talking about. They're consistently wrong. They, they're wronger than most weathermen, man. They just wrong. They're just consistently wrong, badly wrong, you know? So, yeah. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov careers slash USBP. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Joyce, it was disrespectful indeed. Uh, Barbara said Jameis went into the tent and when he came out, the whole team was different. Yeah, that's right, Barbara. That's right. And remember, there was a it was a uh, a interview that I was I was one. That's one of the things that I wanted to show the family members about uh, when Jameis, because I had the interview uh, when the lady met him and Mike Thomas on the field and she asked him about that. She asked, she, she, uh, talked to him, right. It was the, I think their first, um, interview right off the field. And, and he said, she, the lady asked him about it and said, James, you know, such, such and such. And he said, yeah, I was, I was having pain. And the lady said, what pain, James? He said, what was the pain, James? He was saying all over, all over, you know? So, he was getting roughed up out there pretty good. You know, he was getting pushed around. He got sacked four times. Guy fell on him. So, yeah, he was he, he, he was he was out there getting it. Uh, he having some pain on him. You know, and he went up in there, and I pretty, he probably, probably gave him a cortisone shot to dull the pain, and then he went to work. Because you look at certain points, when I was going back looking over the replay, and I was watching him trot on the field. I was like, man, the guy, he, he looked stiff. He looked like he, like he looked stiff like he in pain. You know, and I, I looked at it like, why is he look? He looked tense, you know, and you can see it. And you really close up, scan up on the, the thing. You can see it in his face. I was like, yeah, he looked like he I can see it like he looked like he was in pain. He was like not comfortable. You can see it in his mannerism, like his body, like he was tensed up, you know. And ultimately, you know, I think probably when they put you in that tent, they gave they just what they did was they gave him a shot of one of them pain shots. And then when that pain went away, that ball went out there and took him apart. Took him apart out there. Yeah, but he said that he was in pain. He was having pain. And she asked him, where was the pain? He said, all over. So, you know, there you go. All right. Said you say, yeah, he was talking, you know what, when they, when it was up. Q. Yeah, I know they all do, you know.
But like I said, I told the family members, this team has a history of imploding. I told the family members when? Around the fourth quarter? The fourth quarter, going into the fourth quarter, people say, Q, pull off, get rid of Jameis Winston and put in um, uh, uh, Andy Dalton. And I was like, no, no, don't do that. You know, you, 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 no, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, because what we're going to do, we're going to put Jameis, take Jameis out and put Dalton in every time he struggled. No, he got to figure it out. So I'm rocking with Jameis. I said that during the live stream. I was like, man, no, you can't do that. You know, he, he has to learn. And what happened? He gets up there out there and him, Michael, both him and Michael Thomas get together and they win the contest. So it was cool. Yeah, Bird Talk said Jameis prayed on that. King Gucci, what's up, bro? What's happening, bro? Good to see you in the stream, bro. What's up, brother William? Shout out to you. Wani, how you doing, Queen? He said he's talked about our speech. Who that is, what's that? And he mocked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that going on, Wani? Well, I guess we got the last laugh, huh, baby? All right. Okay, Coach Tab says, Q, I sent you an article on Facebook, Instagram. The one that showed us talk about Jameson Saints' good performance and that the league should be scared. Okay, I'm going to take a look at it. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Tab. All right, Kenneth says, Q, something to watch out for is Kamara. Yeah, I know. I, I covered it, bro. I, I, I just covered it. A CBS article showed that he had a rib injury, but according to Dennis Allen, he said that it, he was um, that he was should be okay to go in week two. So you will see how it goes, bro. We, the only time will tell, you know. So we'll 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 watch that thing. All right. So yeah. All right. Beat brother Thomas said never want to let other teams know whether you're hurting. They're gonna attack that. Yeah. He's yeah. He yeah. That's right. He he was very. It's through Jameis ain't no fool. Jameis says, she said, where we, where are you, where's the pain? They said all over, you know? So <laughs> he was getting roughed up out there, man. So, you know, he was tough. And then at the end, man, you know, cause you can watch Jameis him running, like even on a two point conversion, you can see kind of running kind of, you know, like tense. He was running kind of tensely. You can see he was not free running. You can see his body motions. If you pay attention, like he was kind of, he had a little pain to him. Still rolling right. But anyway, but anyway uh, yeah, 506 Q kept saying the game ain't over. Yeah, t- I know, bro. Sit, bro I, yeah, 504 you're right. Bro, I kept telling people when the game was at 26 to 10, going in the fourth quarter, I told everybody in the stream, you can go back and listen to it. I said, listen, family, this, the we can't, we know I'm rocking with Jameis. You can't bench Jameis every time he struggles. It's the first game of the season. You got to let him figure it out. You know, and that's why I say I'm rocking with Jameis. He got to figure it out. We he, this it's rust going on, but eventually they're gonna figure it out. He got to figure it out. They just got to they got to get to it. And then, and I then told family members too. I said, listen, family, this team has a history of imploding. Didn't I tell y'all that? And that was in that before all that happened. I was like, listen, this team has a history of imploding. They have a history of imploding. And when the Saints scored the touchdown, there was a lot of time. That touchdown, they had like they had a lot of time left. And they sensed it in the dome. You could see the whole energy started to turn, especially when the Saints got that touchdown. They got that two-point conversion. That right there, right there, I was like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah, I, I could feel it because you could feel it. You could feel it. And I was like, man, when they scored that touchdown and then they got the two-point conversion after it, I was like, uh-oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go, baby. Here we go. And then you can feel the rhythm. You can see it starting to happen. And then I was like, they got the second touchdown. I was like, man, bro, I'm feeling it, bro. They about to go ahead on and complete the comeback. They about to make it shake. And what they did, they did that, man. All right. Thank you, sir. Roger. Shout out, fam. He says, I sent the video to me. 
All right. Thank you, bro. Shout out for that. All right. All right. Let me see. Let me see above. All right. Okay. The DC Young Fly. Okay. Is he cursing on there, bro? Gonna beat them what? Yeah. Who that said they gonna beat them what? Man, take y'all at home. That stupid ass shit y'all keep doing, man. Yeah. Take y'all at home. You heard me? Water. All that shit y'all be saying. Wah. Look at that shit. Look at that. Yeah. Who that said they gonna beat them saints? Falcon? Fuck you talking about? Stupid. And then that then and then that was a post because he posted it with the, the 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 fumble when Mark Ingram fumbled the ball to Atlanta, the fumble of the game. He fumbled. Thank you, thank you. Shout out for you, bro, for uh, Sir Roger sending that to me. And uh, thank you, brother Prime. He said, "I love when Mike told Jameis I need you." <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. And Mike said, "I love my teammates, man." So yeah, I love this team. I love my teammates. You heard that? So yeah, they they for real, man. And and about DC Young Fly, uh, he got all the little. He got all the. You heard me and all this kind of stuff. And he was saying that during during the fact that the Falcons was up. But, you know, that obviously he don't feel the same after the fact. They were celebrating a little too soon. So, you know, <laughs> all that was said a little too soon. So, DC Young Fly, your team ain't fly, play a matter of fact. I can show you the video when guys, they got people, multiple people, burning their Falcon gear, fam. I'm serious. That was just one dude I showed you that was over there at East Point. Or Collie Park, or old, or on Old National somewhere. That, that that's just <laughs> that's just one of many. You know that was I, I seen craziness, man. I seen a fight break out when several Saints people beat the hell out of an Atlanta man in his own stadium. So they was just taking L's all over the place. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's going on in this world? All right, yeah, all right, yeah. The right, what's up, the right? He says, yeah, I know, I heard about him, bro. He got hurt. He out for four to six weeks. That's just more. Uh, excuses that need to be made. But listen, we celebrate in Atlanta. I know Tuesday we'll get to going and look at what's happening next because then that's when we turn our sights on the week two matchups. And we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming to town. The Tampa Bay Skunkaneers is coming to town. Chris Godwin out for four weeks. Their line is banged up. They beat a team with a quarterback that got a busted hand. So Let's see how you spare up against the Saints. Saints got to show up that, that running attack. All right, Rich Rules. Thank you, fam. Says Q. Mike brought back our swag in the fourth. Indeed, bro. He was, you can see his eyes was bucking, bucking. You could have took Mike's eyes and replaced them with the moon. That's how big his eyes was. His eyes, you could have took his eyes out of his head and took the moon, duplicated it, and put them in both of his eye sockets. That's how big his eyes was. He was walking around bucking. And then the cornerbacks are looking at <laughs> Carter scared as hell. Mike walking around with his arms up like this, his eyes bucking. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> it, boy, I was like, man, boy, but look at Mike, man. Mike is, Mike is serious. Yeah, Mike was on, man. He was on, bro. He was on, boy. Eyes was bucking out this world, man. That boy had the moon eyes. He was bucking. Scaring the hell out of his own teammates. His eyes were so wide. Yeah, Brandon says, how about trash talking after the game? Y'all yeah, know, bro. You know, the win is enough, you know. The win is enough. But I seen some I seen them taking L's when the people started the Saints family started to beat the hell out. Beat the hell out of their own people, man. Starting to beat the hell out. <laughs> Hold on, let me show this to y'all. 
Uh, this is how DC Young Fly looked after the game was over. This is how this how this how the young man looked after the game was over with. <laughs> he had all the sports in the world, right? All of the all of the stuff. But you don't look too happy now. You don't look too happy now. Look like he done burned his jersey as well, you know. You probably got Atlanta draws. He got to burn. Yeah, he ain't look too good uh, after the Falcons lost. So too bad uh, for DJ uh, DC Young Fly, man. So yeah, he don't look too happy on that one, bro. After the game, he had all the sports in the world during the game, but this is how he looked. <laughs> that boy mad, man. <laughs> that boy mad. He take it. Just that boy got a a a a a, a cartoon frown on his face. That boy. That boy. <laughs> oh, long face ass. <laughs> I said, hey, boy, what's wrong with you, boy? Why your face so long, boy? What's your... <laughs> oh, that, boy. that boy looked like a, a, a depressed palm tree, man. What's going on? What the hell going on, boy? Boy, what's wrong with you? That boy face mad long, man. Ah. <laughs> uh, that boy look that boy that boy look like a depressed a, a depressed palm tree, man. What's going on? <laughs> oh man, I just can't help it. Oh man, it's too much. All right, David says Q. What's up, Damon? He said, Me personally, I think the players not plan a uh, plan for preseason was the reason it wasn't instant chemistry, but this game went on the chemistry started connecting. Y'all agree with you, bro. Damien, once again, bro, you you batting a thousand, my brother. As always, man, <laughs> you're right, bro. Oh man, yeah that 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 boy that boy looked like a that boy looked like a depressed palm tree in the face, boy. Boy, you need to stop being mad, boy. Don't bet against the Saints next time and save your bull crap for after the game. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I just roasted DC Young Fly. <laughs> Uh, but I had to, man. Get your shit right, man. Don't be coming up here talking no smack about my Saints, man. Especially if you get on social media. Your face way down here. <laughs> face way down here, boy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Shout out to the fam, man. All right. Bruce says, besides the one touchdown against the Cowboys, they pulled a field goal game. They lost with the... Yeah, I know, bro. Copy it. Yeah, how about that? Uh, JT says Q is, but yeah, he all right, bro. I mean, you know, sometimes Sway dip, bro. That's what he does. But sooner, sooner, sooner later, <laughs> he'll pop back in, bro. You know how it go, man. That's just how Sway it is, man. He'll pop back in sooner or later. All right. All right. So that'll be the end of the show, fam. I like to give, yeah, yeah, side so Bob. How about, yeah, yeah, that's what he does. He does, yeah. Yeah, Tedra, yeah. He looked like Sideshow Bob. <laughs> he do look like Sideshow Bob. All right. All right. So anyway, shout out to the fam, man. Thank thank y'all for being up in this thing, man. I hope y'all had fun on this Monday broadcast. Well, over 200 plus of uh, 200 plus of us in the stream. If you ain't had to hit the like button, please feel free to hit the like button. The black and gold came out with a fantastic victory. Come from behind win uh, and getting <laughs> one of the biggest, the biggest franchise come from behind win against the most hated rival that we have in the Atlanta Falcons would make it just that sweet. And, you know, it was awesome. So, I guess, I guess you, I hope you guys had uh, fun with me today. Please feel free uh, to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and feel free to share the shows 
on your social media as well because it helps out the broadcast. And also feel free to check out our link tree. Our link tree is in the description section. It has our merch shows, stores. We had three, uh, three merch stores. We got hundreds of products that's available for the ladies, for the guys, and for the children. You know, and for the babies, we got all kind of gears, hats, shirts, uh, uh, wall art, all kind of stuff, uh, uh, stuff for your kitchen, stuff for your bathroom, stuff for your bedroom. We got it all. I mean, literally dozens, hundreds of dozens of products available at our pro shops. So go in there and check them out there in the link tree. That's in the description section below our website, the with all of our content. We cover uh, several different uh, uh, sports, including pro football, basketball boxing college football we got it going on baby you can check us out the link is in the description section in the link tree the link tree is fantastic family got all of that information that includes all of our social media instagram twitter facebook you can join the the, uh, the great saint thank tank facebook group that's available the link is there everything is there as well in the link tree so if you want to know how, how you can support the stream go there it's in the link tree all that's available so with that being said man listen I appreciate y'all being here. We had a lot of fun, man. I will return Tuesday for the Patreon family members and the YouTube members. We'll do our Tuesday broadcast. We'll cover most Saints news, notes, and items. We'll also have a couple of uh, reaction streams as well that'll be going on tomorrow on uh, the uh, Patreon Tuesday stream. So with that being said, I'm going to clock out on that. I appreciate y'all chiming in, man. Congratulations on the win once again. Now, tomorrow we move on to the next opponent which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. This will be another great week of, of, of action, man. It's just going to be absolutely fantastic this entire week, and we're going to enjoy it. So with that being said, uh, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Keep y'all heads up, and who that to you. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Huh? Boogie like this and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL. When things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Whothatdealer.com. That's right, the Whothatdealer.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top-flight boxing news. So if you're a Whothat and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Whothatdealer.com is your site. The Whothatdealer.com for the sport Whothat in all of us. Out the pro shop that's right the pro shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform available at the pro shops we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family unisex tees for men and women hoodies and sweatshirts tank tops kids and baby items long sleeve tees mugs pillows wall art bath bedding face masks phone cases stickers bags fanny packs socks hats and many other items please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.